Hey, Hunger family. Welcome to episode 315, the check-in part two. I want to start off by giving some voting information because the dates are coming up. So mail-in voting is now secure and private, easy to apply, so they say. (laughs) Uh, Votespa.com for my Pennsylvania residents. That's where you need to go. Um, So that way you can choose to vote uh, by mail or in person. So October 19th is going to be the last day that you can update your voter registration. October 27th will be the last day to apply for a mail-in ballot. And then November 3rd, of course, at 8 p.m., that will be the deadline to cast your vote and turn in your mail-in ballot or to have voted in person. So, again, visit votespa.com. You can also call 1-877-VOTES-PA to get all the information you need. But whatever you do, make sure you get your ass out and vote. Hey, Younger family, I hope you all had a safe Labor Day weekend, however you spent it. Most importantly, I hope you were safe. For me, it would have been no different than any other holiday or day for that matter. (laughs) We would have had during the pandemic, me just sitting at home. But this time I spent the holiday weekend with a few close friends. Happy birthday, Wesley, and Roderick, and Carlton. (laughs) Like many of us, I haven't spent hardly any time with friends this year in a group setting. So it felt good to be around beautiful black men, black queer men. We all had so much in common, but at the same time, so diverse and had varying experiences that came out in a lot of our discussions where everyone didn't always land on the same idea or thought, yet we all respected each other. More than respected, we reveled in each other. (laughs) We celebrated each other. So, first of all, let me tell y'all how (laughs) I was ready for the weekend getaway, but at the same time, I wasn't ready. Listen, I live and die by my calendar on my phone. I need those alerts and those reminders because no cap, I have a lot going on and I have a lot that I'm responsible for. So I think like sometime back, I talked to the organizer of the trip, Wesley, who was putting this all together for his birthday and I marked Friday to Saturday. No, I marked Friday to Sunday for the for the trip when in reality the trip was starting on Thursday and I didn't realize this until late Wednesday evening somebody ain't doing the math right so I had checks to get out which by the way big shout out to the 2020 row chapter Alpha Phi Alpha scholar cohort you all are very well deserving of your awards especially due to the fact that you are all pursuing college in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, my God. 
that in and of itself deserves recognition and acknowledgement. And I'm blessed to serve in a role in my fraternity that gives me the opportunity to work with young men in the Philadelphia community and do a little something to give back. But I had to get those checks out. I needed to retwist my hair and pack. And I know some of y'all are shaking your heads and that's fine. Listen, I'm doing the best I can with what I have. (laughs) So I needed to do all this on Thursday and work (laughs) because again, I didn't schedule my time off to start until Friday. But thank God for Zoom in these instances because I was able to log on to my calls and handle business without missing a beat. But I did good. I was able to pack, get things checked off the to-do list and still manage not to have my ride waiting for me when they pulled up. Shout out to Sterling. (laughs) Now that was an accomplishment that I was proud of. I wonder how much of that is just how I was raised. Were you raised like that? My dad would fuss at me something terrible if I had a ride waiting for me outside. It didn't matter who it was. He was just always like, have your ass ready, boy. (laughs) So we pull up. Wesley rents this really dope house on Rehoboth Beach. It was all one floor, but it was really long. Like it went like wide (laughs) and I have to say the homes down in Rehoboth are nice you see the wooden archways and the blacks and the blue all those colors painted on the homes with the white fences all the yards in top notch shape I'm hung up but the house we stayed in for the weekend had two kitchens which really ended up coming in handy for a group of ten the backyard had little nooks and corners with an outside shower, which I didn't use, but I really wanted to. (laughs) I thought, how dope would it be to get up if you want? Like, I'm thinking if you're the homeowner. First thing in the morning, got your coffee, your tea, what have you, okay? The sun is high and it's hot. You get up, you go outside, you take a shower. I just think that is so cool. The pool table was in a room that was the appropriate size for a pool table. (laughs) Listen, the zebra rug in the living room got the business on the first night with a tall glass of red wine. (laughs) But thank goodness for club soda. I mean, pull the wine right out of the rug like it was never there. So always remember that tip if you spill red wine. I feel like the parking situation is stupid though. And I know it's intentional. We had parking at the house, that was no issue. I'm talking about near the beaches. The locals probably don't care that much for out of towners to come fill up their parking and probably not take the best care of the beaches because listen, we're dealing with humans here. And <laughs> you know, especially when you they're not from that area. You know, folks just don't care. But at the same time, I'm sure the dollars that tourists and out-of-towners bring to the beach is a significant amount. And and I'm sure it helps these communities in so many ways. For the most part, I remember seeing everyone in a mask. I really didn't see many people without one. 
Although, listen, Rehoboth is Trump country. <laughs> they wave their flags and American flags proud and tall. Ain't that something? That the American flag has, in, in some ways, now become this symbol of racism and white supremacy. And because of that reason, for many of us, you know, black folk, we, we don't pledge allegiance to, sh not to America, n none of that. We just, we don't have the same reaction to the American flag that white America has. We just don't. We took a really nice boat trip and trust, it was a perfect day for a boat ride. It was about 89 degrees, not too cloudy, few clouds here and there, a little slight breeze. I even went swimming once we got a little further out into the water. I haven't done that in a while. That was nice. You know, just, just having the sun shining on my face while I was surrounded by water as far as the eye could see. <laughs> it felt amazing, y'all. The people who gave us the instructions and helped us get all set up with the boat ride were cool. But they also warned us of the locals who lived along the channel. They said they don't like people to stop and stare. I guess like looking at their homes. Don't She said not to drift too close. And to keep it pushing and obey the speed limits. And of course we found a way to drive right into the devil's lair despite her warnings. <laughs> I mean, well, it was an honest mistake. Because listen, when you're out in that water on that boat, it's easy to get turned around or to make a wrong turn. We thought we had turned, we had made a turn to go head back. But instead, we turned our little black gay ass boat into a Trump cul-de-sac. <laughs> that was full of white people in, in Trump flags. And listen, we, we got the looks. Everyone was looking. It, it was... It <laughs> so, shout out to Sterling. Hey, LB. He pulled out that Google map. Because the, the folks who gave us the instructions, they told us, you know, go to this website or go pull up this Google map. So that way you can find your way around. Because it's, it's a lot of water out there. <laughs> Gots to be more careful. But Sterling pulled out that Google map and, and got us out of there pronto. And we were <laughs> we were such in a rush to, to scurry out of there. We went over their little six mile per hour speed limit. <laughs> I think we hit 10 or 12 miles per hour, honestly. Listen, all, all those white folks stood up and told us to slow down. <laughs> This shit was funny, but low-key aggressive. Okay, it was like they couldn't wait for us to break their little speed law or any law. They were just waiting <laughs> to reprimand us. But fuck y'all and y'all's six mile per hour speed limit. Because yes, I get it. Safety. But hello, y'all are Trump supporters. Period. Like, I feel like you are a walking, talking, living hypocrite in all facets of life. America is one of the worst places to live in right now because of people like you who think so backwards about almost everything. 
I understand this black exodus from America that's happening. You know, but I also see the argument in that, you know, this is our lives. This is our where our history is. This is where our culture is, you know, was was born and in, in shaped. American black culture in America is very unique and, and infectious all over the world. We built that. And it's different when you travel from, from coast to coast, state to state. We did that, you know. So I see that side of the argument, too. Like, why leave? And I, and I think to myself, what would it be like to uproot and just go somewhere totally new and different? You ever just think about that? Embracing the unknown, unsure of what's on the other side, you know, maybe can't even speak the language. And then I think to myself, that's what so many of our people did, so many of our ancestors, so many of the native people driven out by colonizers. So many people have been displaced all over the world and had to do just that because of war. A lot of it that America has a lot of responsibility for. Okay? But the food was amazing. It was healthy. It was delicious. You know, it's nothing like a home-cooked meal. So shout out to Sterling, Roderick, Carlton, and the Andrews. (laughs) Every night was a feast. I'm talking spaghetti and fried catfish, tacos, fresh guac. Baked chicken of all sorts and seasonings and sauces, mac and cheese, salads. Everything was cooked at the house. Well, we we did eat at a restaurant once on the first night. And it was a little strange. In this COVID-19 tundra of a world that we live in now. Mainly because like it reminded me of this tweet that I saw that it was just like, what are we doing y'all we we wear a mask to walk through the restaurant and then we sit down at the table and then we take it off okay (laughs) but back to the food these these black men cooked down so thank you to all the guys because that's what really made the trip. All of us being able to sit down at the table and have a dinner. For, you know, for a lot of us, me, it had been a while since I've been able to do that. You don't realize how much you miss people and interacting with them until you aren't interacting with them and being around them.
one thing I'll say about this pandemic is that it, it definitely has made me appreciate my village, my people, my family so much more. Let me tell y'all something. I'm used to my soft ass queen size bed. I think for a lot of y'all, right? Like we, we sleep the best when we are home and our own. <laughs> Wherever I am, you know, if I'm not home, I just, I don't sleep the best. Me and my homie Sterling, we, we shacked it up. We were roommates. We were the last ones to arrive. So y'all know what that means. Our precious room was selected for us. Mm. <laughs> it was the room that was in between the main hallway and the annex of the house. So that meant people were coming in and out a lot. But it wasn't too bad. Everyone was so cool. And we made it work. I slept on the couch one night just so Sterling could have the bed because he's like 6'1 and I'm 5'8. So just want to give the man some grace since he was also the driver. I don't like driving. I don't. My car will sit. I'll use it when I need to. Tire pressure be all fucked up because it sits and I, and I don't drive it enough. But uh, I don't know. I was about to say that, you know, I'll change that, but, you know, I, I probably won't. <laughs> Driving at, you know, sometimes, sometimes you got to get up, you take that ride, you want to listen to that music, sometimes late at night, you know, even or even in the rain, sometimes it's not that bad. There's some spots here in Philly like the drive, you know, put on that music. The, you know, one, put those windows down, get that fresh air. Sometimes that's really nice to do that by yourself, you know. But driving is just, it's a headache because y'all turn into a different type of creature when you get behind the wheel. Like, what? <sighs> Move, get out the way. Get out the way, bitch. Get out the way. We had so much fun, though. Wesley came up with this really cool idea. He had a music museum. Essentially, everyone had a space or a room in the house. And you made the space your own. And you played your own music playlist. Everyone would go room to room. If you liked the song that was playing, you gave that person a point. But you also had to stay for the entire song. Which was cool. Which was a great idea. Okay, so it kept people from like bumping into each other um, or going through the rooms too quickly. And you got to like have fun with whoever was in the room with you. The person at the end with the most points won, which was me. <laughs> My title playlist, just a whole bunch of songs that I have favorited over time. I threw that girl on, put it on shuffle, and listen, the children lived. And we're requesting my playlist for the remainder of the weekend. See? I be trying to tell y'all I know good music. Okay? Wesley even set up like this relay of sorts. Like this race that he incorporated the inside and the outside of the house. So 
Even though we had to spend a lot of time inside, we definitely made it worth it. We did get to the beach. You know, it's something about the relationship between our feet in the sand. Right, y'all? I know I'm not alone in that. And I always fall asleep. If I lay there long enough, the sound of the waves and the warm sun <laughs> rocks me right to sleep. So in summary, this weekend was about a few things. First, kinship. Even though we aren't kin as far as blood goes, family goes, right? In that sense of, of the word family, there was still a sense of family. We took care of each other and we looked out for each other. And we did share similar ancestry. That is the other part of kinship. Kinship is important in our community because it challenges the titles that we like to put on our relationships. It challenges us to take action in our relationships and to show up and be present. Kinship to me is a practice. It describes an action. Another theme from this weekend that stood out was feeling and being acknowledged and represented. For black queer men, this is an interesting topic, but it's something that we've talked about, it's been preached about, it's been written about, it's been acted out about. <laughs> but what is it? Why is it important? You know, seeing yourself reflected back is a huge part of human evolution and development. Knowing something is possible because you've seen it or knowing that you don't exist alone in this world. I feel like it helps us to be able to take that next step. It helps us to be able to take that next step and it be just a little less uncomfortable because you know you're not alone. Something else that stood out for me, feeling some sense of normalcy because it's really been a while. I, you know, I acknowledge that we're in a pandemic and we really need to take precautions. Stepping out from time to time allows us to get a sense of the new world that, we, that we're living in and gives you a chance to practice social distancing. I don't think we're a species that could survive being isolated 24-7. But when you do go out, do it wisely and do it safely. And don't just consider yourself. Consider others. Lastly, friendship and family, which is really big for me. I personally need these moments because I don't get to have them with my immediate family. So thank you, Wesley, and happy birthday. So there you have it. I journaled this, but I wanted to share a little bit with y'all. Hung Up Pod will be back with new content, new guests in the coming weeks. So make sure you stay tuned and check out old content if you haven't. And you know you can find Hunger Pod on all platforms. Just search at Hunger Pod or hashtag Hunger Podcast. If you want to leave the show a message, call 484-578-9992. I appreciate y'all for listening. I'm hung up on all y'all. Until next time, peace. <laughs> now look, I already let you work week without getting paperwork started, but I'm gonna need to see ID now. I prefer to be paid on the table at my table. 
Bitch, do I look like Wesley Snipes to you? I don't know how she did that shit, but Monte got them papers straight, okay? <laughs> Rule number 54, we don't do tax invasion. Everybody walk up in here in a Pentagon track, even the ones with felonies. Oh, since when does a brothel need paperwork on his horse? Ooh, nah, 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 nah. Rule number 6-7, contrary to Chuck Lee's belief, ain't no hoes in this house. So Mercedes and Keyshawn just twerk up in the Paradise Room then, huh? Only girls been here, Mississippi men know what really going up in that room right there. <laughs> and with no ID, your ass ain't gonna last here another second. Uncle Clifford, please. Do what you gotta do, boo. But if you wanna twerk it up in here tomorrow, I'ma need to see some ID. Okay, Summer's Eve? Yeah.